My name is Jackie Lamport. Today is Monday, March 8th. Welcome to the Capital Daily Podcast. Today on the show. This is how we can either work together to protect sensitive ecosystems or farmland, but also find ways to build out attainable housing. The District of Souk is developing their updated community action plan, which will be a reference point for city planning for the next decade or so. Right now, they're in the process of asking citizens for feedback. For this Municipal Monday, Souk Mayor Maya Tate spent her early Saturday morning joining me discussing the current status of the plan and what the priorities are likely to be. Today's podcast is brought to you by Nest by Chart Development, a collection of mid-rise homes at Cook and Yates. Maya, good morning. Thank you for joining me. Good morning. Thank you for having me. First off, uh, the community planning. How's that? How's that going? It's going really well, all things considered, given that we are doing this in critical, important work in the middle of a pandemic. But we have an excellent committee and we're getting really solid feedback from our residents, which is wonderful. I understand right now you're in the feedback stage uh, and you presented a couple different scenarios. Uh, can you uh, kind of briefly summarize those scenarios? Yes. So at the moment here, um, from now up until April 2nd, the district is seeking input on the emerging vision and growth scenarios to inform the review of our official community plan as we go forward. So what we're looking for is, one, did we accurately, accurately capture the community's visions and goals as expressed during last fall's engagement period? And where should our growth take place? So within this next phase, we have mapping that shows three potential growth scenarios based on the visioning input received in the fall and scientific data on community growth trends. So the example scenarios would be density focused in the town core specifically, a neighborhood growth mode or sprawling growth and where growth is taking place. What should it look like? Mm -hmm. Have you seen a lot more growth since the pandemic and people are leaving major city areas? Is that something that you have noticed at all? Yes. And I'm hearing that through folks that are, that have put their houses up for sale uh, or just seeing what was once vacant land with a for sale sign quickly go to sold, sold, sold. Mm. And then also developers reaching out to look at how they can have uh, community engagement of their own as they bring applications forward to the district. Is that something that has uh, had an impact on the, the planning this time around? I understand the last time you did this plan, the town was uh, 2010. Is it is it different this time because of that? Well, Souk has, has always been growing since incorporation. Mm -hmm. So we're newly incorporated, I guess, being that we incorporated in 1999. And uh, we are a community that has grown significantly since then. So it's just now, yeah, it's it's all coming together. But I would say that with more digital means and ways to access our residents, we're finding different ways to engage with our community. Mm -hmm. So some of the uh, some of the, the reason that this community plan comes out is it's going to be used as a decision making uh, kind of reference point, uh, correct? Yes, like this is our official community plan. And 
at its heart, it's about managing land use and physical growth of the district. So this will dictate location, type, intensity of homes, businesses, agriculture, parks, public spaces, and more. And it will also influence transportation and housing choices, our character, protection of ecological and agricultural areas, GHG Mm -hmm. emissions, and the cost to pay for infrastructure. So this is a very important document for the district. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of transit, that's something that uh, the West Shore and and the Greater Victoria have kind of been uh, debating a lot recently, is how to better uh, provide transit to the area and make people make all of the areas more accessible to everybody within. Is Souk looking at transit maybe to connect with uh, the bigger regions surrounding it a little bit more? Yes. So that work has already been completed. Mm -hmm. Um, The Transit Commission has adopted the Souk Area Local Community Plan. And this was done uh, with consultation with our community. And also it timed out when we were completing our transportation plan Mm -hmm. and our parks and trails plan. So it is, um, we expect it to meet both the goals of today and planning well into the future. And what has been identified there was routes that would connect residents uh, to move within the community and also in and out of our community. Mm -hmm. So another major aspect of the official community plan is a step toward uh, First Nations and uh, creating, uh, I know one of the projects was to create a a, um, cost-sharing sewer system for a local reserve. How is that going and what other focuses do you have on the First Nations communities in your area? So all of the municipality is located on this territorial lands of the Souk Nation. Mm -hmm. And so we are also in the process of of working towards the Tamuk Treaty. And we also have a memorandum of understanding with the Souk Nations. So working together on shared goals is extremely important. Uh, In regards to the wastewater plans, last year in February, we submitted a grant application through a federal funding infrastructure program that would look to uh, connect the Selk lands to our wastewater plant. Uh, they have two two areas. Uh, another section is already being progressed. Um, it doesn't require the grant. Uh, so we, we're waiting for an outcome on this. It's been over a year now. I think we put forward a very solid application. So I really hope the federal government can turn its attention to these necessary grants and give us a positive answer. So this is the federal government that you're waiting on for this? Yes. And they're, they're, they're being very slow on it? Well, it's been a year now, and the last time we waited two years for an outcome, which was great, and that gave us the funding for our lacrosse box that is currently under development now. Uh, But when it comes to economic recovery and getting infrastructure built and keeping our residents employed and recognizing all we need to deliver in a community, we need them to get on with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, especially when it comes to First Nations communities as well. The federal government made a lot of commitments that a lot of people are disappointed with. So uh, yeah, speeding that up isn't isn't advised against. (laughs) Yes. Before we move on, we'll just have a quick word from our sponsor for today's episode. Nest by Chard Development's prime location at Cook and Yates places four incredible neighborhoods at your doorstep. 
Explore the heart of the urban arts scene in Fernwood, relax with a leafy walk through Fairfield, enjoy all the conveniences of the downtown commercial district, and experience the funky retail vibe of North Park. Cast in concrete by Chart Development and elevated by distinguished finishes, Nest offers a collection of mid-rise homes with expansive balconies that extend living beyond the interior. One-bedroom homes from the low 400s, two-bedroom homes from the low 700s. Register today for more information at www.nestbychart.com. Do you want to help support Capital Daily's local journalism and connect your business with our engaged and curious Greater Victoria audience of almost 50,000? Email our partnerships team at advertising at capitaldaily.ca. Some people kind of don't necessarily see the value in the OCP or not, or more specifically, don't necessarily believe that it is as valuable as it is. What would you say to people who think that way? I think sometimes I hear questions as to why did this happen this way or I like this, why can't we have more of that? And it's because from the official community plan, other legislative documents follow, like our zoning bylaw. Mm-hmm. And all of these provide direction to whether it's the independent approving officer that uh, signs off on subdivision or zoning applications or how we densify our areas, these documents are critically important. And also, if someone wished to pursue something that contravenes the official community plan, there's quite a rigorous process uh, for them to do that. And so, while there is a mechanism to make it possible, this is how we can either work together to protect sensitive ecosystems or farmland, but also find ways to build out a attainable housing or a diverse range of housing range uh, needs, or find and identify park space, which we all learned through the pandemic is so important to mm-hmm. our community. Mm-hmm. Can you explain the public's role in the official community plan? We are looking to find unique ways to engage with the public. So part of the survey has been like OC Pizza. So join us online, fill out these trivia questions, submit your name, and a family will have an opportunity to win pizza. (laughs) And the reason why we're doing that is we're trying to engage members of our community of all ages. And so we may, for example, have parents that commute out of Souk every day, but their children are here all day long and their children are the future leaders of our community and what they see and enjoy during the day is is remarkable in the experiences they have at school or through other recreational activities and so hearing from young people is just as important as as those who are aging out so when we talk to our seniors accessibility access to services is also important how to get there conveniently uh, maybe without relying on a vehicle. So it's important that we hear from all ages, all abilities, all wheels. Mm-hmm. Uh, forgive me for the ignorance here, but uh, the age demographic in Souk, is it is it a younger niche or, uh, area or is it uh, primarily um, older people <laughs> like, like, like a lot of the island? We have a real mix here. Okay. And I think it's because uh, Souk, has been for a long time a more affordable part of the region so that's been attractive to young families Mm. 
that are looking to or um, couples looking to start a family that are wanting to get out of a condo into say a single family unit with a yard where they can have a dog mm-hmm. uh, are also gentle climate our vibrant art scene has attracted uh, many retirees that mm-hmm. are looking to uh, enjoy a small t- the comforts of a small community uh, we also have many who serve in our Navy forces that are located here. We have uh, closer proximity to the base. Uh, and again, there's um, an, a kind neighborhood feel here, which is attractive. And then, of course, with our beautiful setting, it attracts um, many pe- folks that are interested in artistic pursuits, photography, wildlife, and so forth. So mm-hmm. I think we're we're um, bringing in attracting many people for different reasons. And then, so it's also important to recognize that we also want to provide housing options for those who have always lived here uh, Mm -hmm. and need to be able to find housing that they can afford to stay within Souk, uh, close to their friends, their community, uh, and their loved ones. And I'll finish with this. What is your vision for Souk? What do you want it to look like in the future? I will, we want to keep the characteristics of being a small rural community. Uh, we have a beautiful waterfront. So how can we access that safely uh, in times of reconciliation? Uh, how can we work with the Salk and Shianu nations so that they can realize their vision and, and also when it comes to protecting areas important uh for their traditions, how can we do that and build out that culture together? Uh, It's important to me that we have diverse employment locally, uh, located locally, like many folks now will be able to continue to work virtually from home. But what about those other essential services that we need to keep our community vibrant? Um, How can we continue to attract physicians to our community Mm -hmm. as well as even uh, psychiatry services uh, so we can address the growing mental health needs for, for everyone here and help folks navigate uh, what can be a complex health structure yeah. as, as their needs change. Uh, it's important that we have a caring community where individuals and the environment are treated with dignity and respect. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a lot in that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Um, But what I have seen is we have incredible talent here within our community, both in our volunteer groups and our not-for-profit stakeholders like the school board and the capital regional district, uh, exceptional talent with the South Nations. So pulling all of this together, I think will help us find our way to success. Where can people get involved in the feedback process? We have created a website called picturesouk.ca and so our residents can share comments anytime online at this site uh, and we will also be mailing out a print survey that can be handed into municipal hall as well great thank you so much for joining me again on this saturday morning <laughs> oh you're most welcome i really appreciate your interest in this as i had said this is a very important uh planning document so any way that we can uh, get reach out to our residents and ask them to chime in is important. So thank you for taking us, you know, just for being involved and helping us share out this message. No worries. And in today's Capital Daily News Review, 
It was last Monday that the provincial government released their updated vaccination plans. Today, the first step in that new plan begins. Vaccination registration is now open to seniors aged 90 and up, as well as indigenous people aged 65 and up. The registrations will primarily be over the phone with the sole exception of people living within the Fraser Health Authority. The phone numbers for each area can be found on the province's official website. Thank you for spending your Monday with us. If you enjoy the podcast, please leave a rating and a review. We appreciate it. As well, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. We post new shows every Monday to Friday. My name is Jackie Lamport. This is the Capital Daily Podcast. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank <laughs> you.